Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Ooh. Final hour of the get right on this Friday evening. Reginald Datatula here with Wee. you. You can hear that is the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Larry Flores is on the ones and twos for us. And you are rocking with us in this final hour on a Friday evening before we send you into the Christmas weekend, the holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. Um... About to get you your headlines in just a moment. Actually, let's go ahead and jump in to your headlines on this Friday evening. Um, we begin by talking about your Dallas Mavericks again. It was a game where you did not have, you didn't have a whole starting lineups worth of players real. available. Nope. And Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, Derek Lively are the notables of Dante X that were missing. Dante Exum was also Maxi missing. Kleber. Quite literally, everybody. Everybody, everybody. Literally, you didn't have any of the three mm-hmm. ball handlers that you trust to, to no. you know, run your offense in Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, and Dante Exum. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was only uh, reasonable and it was kind of inevitable that your Mavericks took a little bit of a beating to the Houston Rockets, 122-96. to 96. Uh, Your leading scorer was Olivier Max and Prosper. Oh, Max. Oh, Max. See, this is, this is what I was talking about before the game. Nobody expected the Mavericks to win this game. You expecting that? What are you on? It was like, okay, they're going to look at some guys and get through this game. Houston's probably going to win. Houston was 11-2 and two at home before this game. They're allowed now sparking 12-2 and two at home, 14-12 uh, and 12 on the year. But you want to look at some of these younger guys. And Omax put on a show for himself. He had 20 points. He was 6 out of 13 from the field. He even had five rebounds. I mean, six rebounds. Six rebounds, yeah. Six, and uh, five, five offensive rebounds. What was also fun is that you were mentioning it. There was a point in time where it was a fast break, and he's getting up the court. Like Giannis. Driving and going right to the rim and finishing. And mm-hmm. it's one of the things that you could kind of see. I remember draft night. I went and did a little bit of looking back, seeing if I could kind of see some highlights. Not necessarily to see exactly what he is, but see some mm-hmm. of the things that he's capable of. And one of the things that was discussed was, um, you know, especially on the corners, like him driving into the lane, putting, mm-hmm. you know, catching that ball off of the swing and putting it down on the, on the uh, hardwood and getting to – the rack, and we haven't seen them do that a ton, but we have seen him kind of show his capability of driving to the lane a little bit. And now it still needs to be refined. You can still see the ways in which it's a little bit, uh, a little bit developmental. But mm-hmm. obviously, the Omax, the, the the potential is there, and he is one of the players who took this opportunity and ran with it in a way, had an opportunity, and he showed out pretty well. Also, uh, Dexter Dennis. 18 points in this one in kind of some cleanup duty. Everybody's saying who? He's a guard. Yeah, some, cl- some the cleanup League. duty. Unfortunately, a guard who did not take this opportunity and show as well as you would hope 
Jaden Hardy. Well, before he passed Dexter Dennis, you yes. know, like I said, it was mop up duty and stuff. He didn't even play really in the first half. Mm-hmm. He was the only player on the entire Mavericks roster. Well, him and uh, Rashawn Holmes. On the plus minus, he was a plus 10. Yeah. And Rashawn Holmes also was plus 10 with he had 16 points. Yeah, at that, at that point, the benches had cleared as yeah. much as as much as the Mavericks can clear a bench at this mm-hmm. point. But, um, yeah, uh, he was able to do that, so congratulations to him. Obviously, you talk about seeing players. Jaden Hardy is one of those guys that you really want to see, and especially when in these moments where it's like, here, here are minutes for you. Do something with them. It was not good for no. him. He now, did. of course, he's he's playing up, right? And I say that to say, typically when he's playing, he's playing against the second unit of team. Mm-hmm. He's playing against the he Rockets started. starters, and the Rockets are a good defensive team as well, and you can see that take a toll on him. Eight points on three of 17 shooting, two of ouch. 12 from deep. Ouch. Just could not get things to go. Ouch, ouch, ouch. He had two rebounds, four assists, uh, but he was a negative 33 on the floor. Wound up with eight points like you mentioned. It was not a good night for him. It wasn't a good night for Tim Hardaway Jr., but he's going to jack up the ball. That's one thing about Tim. Tim is going to shoot. He was six out of 20, two out of eight from three. He wound up with 16 points by default. He took 20 shots to get 16 points. But we knew that Tim's either on or off. Uh, Derrick Jones Jr., he was a negative 21. He only had three points, one out of four. He wasn't shooting the ball that much. Grant Williams was a negative 28. He wound up with zero points on uh, zero for five shooting. No rebounds. Well, actually, four rebounds. No offensive rebounds. Uh, Marcus Marquise Morris actually started the game. He only played for 12 minutes. Um, anybody else look any decent out there? I Not mean, really. It just it was just. Oh, a- Seth Curry. He shot seven times. He had a goose egg. Yeah. It, it just again. Nobody expected anything, but they also have to play tomorrow against San Antonio yes. at the American Airlines Center, and they're playing Monday night on Christmas night. In Phoenix against the Suns. They're playing three games and four nights for the second time in a week. And I, I think some of what this illustrates as well is that not only, obviously, a bad shooting night will be bad for you, uh, clearly, but then also that how much the, uh, of the value of your shot creators, your playmakers, yes, how much that affects mm-hmm. whether shots go down. Yeah. Right? We talk about how Luka and the ways in which he gets guys open and that kind of helps and is a bump on guys shooting. And you can see some of the effects of that. Now, some of this is just bad shooting, right? I don't want yeah. to mean that make that to the end all be all, but you can see some of the ways in which you get a bump from playing with those guys on the court and seeing the ways that their their creation in other helps words, you score. In other words, some of these guys that are playing tonight, they're not supposed to be playing together. They're supposed to be playing with Luca and Lively, or with Luca and Dante X, or with Luca and Tim. You know, in other words, all of them are not supposed to be on the on the court at the same time. And it showed they get blown out 122 to 96. Mavericks records drops to 16 and 12. Still uh, one of the better records in the West. But again, no one expected them to win this game with all these guys hurt. No, I don't think so. And so, again, they take the loss this evening. They fall to seventh place, but they're just a half game behind sixth place. And they have an opportunity to get a win tomorrow evening at the AAC when oh, they yeah. welcome in Victor Wimbanyama. And the San Antonio Spurs, only a four-win team, and I imagine they stay a four-win team because, I mean, I feel like even these Mavs should be able to put a put a charge into them, right? Yeah, the the Spurs have lost three straight games, but more importantly, they don't win on the road. On the road, the San Antonio Spurs are two and eleven, only two and twelve at home, but two and eleven on the road. Uh, Mavericks, like I said, they're gonna probably beat the Spurs, and I I I would think Luca will probably play. He might not have to play. Uh, they might be saying we're going to rest up his little calf situation. I don't know how bad it is. Because with Luka, he's so dramatic. You just don't really know. But you know 
you gotta see Luke on against Phoenix. You, I mean, everybody, nobody knows for a fact, but I would think he's playing against against Phoenix on on Christmas night. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think he'll play Christmas night, and that's just kind of a hunch. It feels like they would not allow uh, uh, they would not allow him to kind of miss that. Mm-hmm. I, I have a I kind of feel like this was. Obviously, I don't think that he was not hurt, but I feel like this was an opportunity to try and get him feeling better as opposed to taking on three games yeah. in four nights. It'll give him an opportunity to take on he's been, two games in three nights. In the last week, he's been racking up over 40 minutes a game. And it seems like it's about 44 minutes a game, and that's more than anybody on the team. He's young. He's definitely in better shape, but the wear and tear on his body, you got to break it down a little bit. He's been carrying the team, and J.K. acknowledged that. One other note about the Mavericks, again, the record is 16-12 and 12 now. This is the first time this season, in this young season, they've lost three games in a row. I don't expect it to go further than three. I would hope not. Um, so we're going to continue with your headlines here. Obviously, earlier this week, we found out that the Dodgers ended up being the winners for um, in, in the bidding for the services of Japanese pitcher Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Um, he agreed with with the Los Angeles Dodgers for a 12-year, $325 million contract that also includes a $50 million signing bonus and opts out, opt-outs after the sixth and ninth years. Uh, the deal isn't technically official, but, I mean, we're in that place where we kind of understand. We're learning more about some of the other offers mm-hmm. that were tendered to uh, Yamamoto. The, who, is it, who is in the hunt? The New York, New York Mets apparently offered the same 12 years and $325 million, so... They offered the same level. They got a raggedy roster, though. Sure. And that's why he didn't go there. I could see that. If it's Um, the same money, come on. But there's also a commitment to spending. And so maybe you think that that would... But do uh, they know what they're doing? So you can can commit to spend all you want. They were committed to spending last year. And what did it do for them? Sure. Sure enough. Uh, The Yankees apparently offered Yamamoto 10 years for $300 million, which is a higher average annual value, obviously. Um, However, the opt-out was after the fifth year. And the salaries each year were the same with no money backloaded. So obviously there's some backloading with uh, Yamamoto uh, and the deal that he currently signed. The difference, though, that the Yan- with the Yankees is that they did not offer that value that surpassed the record, which I imagine it seems like that was a, a valuable. The, the record uh, for a pitcher um, was Garrett Cole, 324 mm-hmm. million. And it seems like Yamamoto and maybe his agents wanted that number. The, the agent always want that. Of to course. Brag and get other clients. Absolutely. That's what they they also didn't offer a $50 million signing bonus. And so. Well, the agents want that part too. Yep. Yep. Get yep, paid yep. up front. That's right. And so we are, we learned a little bit more about uh, the money of this and why, maybe why. I can't tell you exactly why, but maybe why Yoshinobu Yamamoto ultimately ends up with the Los Angeles Dodgers. There you go. Um, elsewhere in sports, I don't know. Did you hear about Florida State University and how obviously we know that they got left out of the college football playoff? And there, that's been a topic that's made uh, Florida State and a lot of sports fans in general mad. Well, the university uh, also is, you know, has had their issues with the athletic co- or the Atlantic co- Coast Conference, mm-hmm. the ACC, as it's commonly referred to, and Florida State's been looking to get out. That those those talks have been. It got got even larger as Florida State's uh, board of trustees met, and because of a law in the state of Florida called the Sunshine Law, uh-huh. all of these things have to be made public, and so right. we get to watch the mess, as I like to call it, mm-hmm. occur there. And so Florida State, um, we found out of quite a few things. Now it's very clear that their intentions are to try and get out of the Atlantic Coast Conference, and the thing that holds them in the Atlantic Coast Conference right now, the withdrawal fee. 
is not just the withdrawal free. Well, yes, but because of a thing called the grant of rights. So in order to stop, try and curb, um, you know, conference realignment. Yeah. The, maybe not. The they last don't want to be the Pac-12. Well, but even before this, like the last time that the, when the Pac-12 became the Pac-12 from the oh. Pac-10, and you know, teams were kind of moving around. Conferences started doing this thing called the grant of rights, where each school in the conference wrote over their their broadcast rights to the conference for a certain amount of time. So even if they left, they would not get the benefit of their broadcast rights, and so. That is, you know, when you're moving conferences, that money that you're generating from your broadcast rights is largely the reason why you're doing it. And so if your grant of rights are held up, it's almost a way for you to be kind of locked in to a conference. Well, with uh, Florida State, the grant of rights and a- with the ACC extends till 2036. Ooh. It's a very long time. So we, we learned a few things through the board of trustees meeting about some of the things. When you mentioned the exit cost, we learned that the exit cost for Florida State uh, to exit the ACC. What, what was your guess? $130 million. Well, the number that we were given, actually, if you told it all the way up, $572 million. Lord have mercy. If you want to leave that bad, I, I don't That's know how you do it. a half a billion dollars. A half a billion to be able to get out of all of the things that would happen there. So the apparently the earliest that Florida State could exit the ACC is 2025, and the reason why that is, is uh, let's see, what, what was that again? Uh, oh no, okay. So Brett McMurphy of Action Network just let us know that Florida State, uh, if they notify the ACC in time by August of next year, the earliest that they would be able to join a new conference is 2025. So even if they got a, a gathered up that money, decided we on our way. Mm-hmm. Earliest they could do it was 2025, and apparently, the uh, ACC's grant of rights is very hidden because you know now that this things these things are happening, all the college football media is trying to descend to find out about it. But apparently, people uh, are not able to get their hands on this to be able to read up on how you get through this and how you figure things out. And why would Florida say want out? They want out because they say there's a growing revenue gap between. The SEC and the Big Ten expect to get like $30 million a school and other conferences like the ACC and, and, uh, well, Pac-12, Big 12. The the, the rights are not as close as that. It's got to be $30 million. And Florida says, we're a big dog. Yep. And it's like, no, you're not going anywhere because you're locked in. That's right. They're chasing that money, man. Everybody is. It's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why, at least I hypothesize, that eventually we get to a place where the biggest dogs in the sport exist in maybe like a 40-team conference that looks a lot like the oh, NFL, yeah. and everybody else exactly. is playing something that looks a little bit more like college football of old, quote-unquote. Right, and that is why it was huge for SMU to be invited into the ACC mm-hmm. because that's a Power 5 team. I mean, Power 5 conference, rather. And if you want to be one of those that get chosen when they get through this ring around the rosy or musical chairs or whatever they call it with these TV uh, streaming rights and the whole nine yards, you want to be able to say you're a power five team, not just, oh, our history and our legacy is, yeah, you were Southwest Conference, but you were never Big 12. And now SMU is ACC. Yeah, and TCU it, could at least say they're Big 12. SMU has always had big money, mm-hmm. but always. the death the, you know, the death penalty ultimately put them off of the stage that they'd want to be exactly. on. And so they were, joining the ACC is more about that clout and being able to be recognized mm-hmm. as one of the bigger dogs in this sport. That death penalty was so severe, it will never happen again, ever, to any school. Ever. They've no. already talked about this. There have been articles written about it, documentaries about it. 
that was just outrageously severe and no team and no school will ever go through that again. As we move along in your headlines on this Friday evening, uh, if you're a fan of college football, I will also let you know that you probably know the name Malik Murphy. He was a quarterback at the University of Texas, ended up playing yeah, when Arch Manning got, got hurt. Or what? not Arch Manning, sorry, when um, Quinn Ewers got hurt. Right. Little 40 and slip because I imagine that Arch Manning remaining there and Quinn Ewers also staying made him look around and go, there's not an opportunity for me here. So you I basically just say with the portal, the transfer portal. That's right. He announced that he was act- he will actually be taking his talents to Raleigh. Actually, is it Raleigh? Durham? It was North Carolina and he'll play at Duke. He will play at North- Duke University. Yeah, that's in North Durham, Carolina. Yeah. It's Durham, Duke ain't is, it? Duke is North. I'm it's like Durham. Raleigh, Durham. It's all in that place, but yeah, it is Durham. It's Durham. And, and here's the other part about it. Yeah. North yes. Carolina itself, the school itself, is Chapel Hill. And so Duke, guess who the head coach for Duke is? Was. But he's now at oh, Texas who, who, Mike Elko? Elko's gone. That's they right. got a new quarterback, but their head coach is not the same one that brought his talents back to Texas. Real quick before yes, real quick before we go on this evening, I do want to address this uh, message that comes in on the Twitch. Swaggy Booty says, "So did I misunderstand the new rules? How are the Mavs not in trouble with Luke and Kyrie sitting? Well, Luke and Kyrie are both both have injuries. Yeah, they got injuries. And so if this someone's injured, not, there's not anything not you can a, do about uh, that. Load management at all. However, even with that being the case, um, when it comes to the the, the new rules have, pertain to national televised games." Mm-hmm. And so if a player does not have a legitimate injury, they need to. And if I believe there's certain stipulations that would kind of put you as uh, denote you as kind of like a, a star player of some sorts. Right. Like a mm-hmm. player of, uh, of high interest. And if you fit in that category and are not injured, you cannot rest on nationally yeah, televised exactly. games. That's basically what has been done um, to try. And of, of course, the idea is to protect the money. Because they sell these nationally televised mm-hmm. games at a big rate, and you want to make sure that the people that people come to watch are playing in those games. And the players have no problem with that because they're negotiating a new TV deal as we speak. Get more money. How about seventy-five billion? Make on the money, table. money, make money, uh-huh. money, money. It's the get right right here on one hundred five three. The fan. Those are your headlines for this Friday evening. Uh, coming up next. I'm with a man who has a wealth of lived experience, a wealth of stories, and we get another one of those stories in CA Stories next. CA, what you got for me? I'm not even going to say the man's name, but I can tell you this. Hey, 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 hey. That's next on 105.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So get right right here on 105 through the fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Larry Flores is on the ones and twos for us. Thank you for rocking with us. We got you for another 40 minutes here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers, 105 through the fan. Um, I gave you your headlines, and I realized I didn't even remind you of what your, uh, your Cowboys injury report looks like as we gear up for uh, Cowboys-Dolphins on Sunday uh, afternoon. Remember, uh, on the injury report, um, Matt Valetsko, uh Junior Fihoko, Zach Martin was limited today in practice. All the other two guys were full participants. Malik Hooker was also limited in practice today. He's questionable. Tyron Smith did not practice, and he is doubtful. And no one this year on the Cowboys' schedule excuse me, this season. If they're listed as doubtful, they have not played. So do not expect to see Tyron out there on Sunday. Yeah, and of course, uh, Jonathan Hankins is fully listed, uh, designated as out right. for this game. So they hopefully he might be back for Detroit a week from Saturday. There you go, there you go. Uh, the, the Dolphins practice report is long, but it's a lot of guys that was were limited participants and are questionable for this game, including what feels like their entire offensive line. The only one you need to look for is Tariq Hill, and he's listed as questionable. Yes. I think he's going to play. Questionable. He was limited participant in both uh, today's and yesterday's uh, practice activities. Mm-hmm. So it feels like Tyreek Hill will probably play, although Robert Hunt, one of their offensive linemen, is out for this game. So those are some of the, uh, some of the injury updates when it mm-hmm. comes to your Dallas Cowboys as it pertains to Cowboys, Dolphins, Miami, on Sunday, and you can hear that all here on 105 through the fan. One of the people you're hearing that Chris Arnold, you'll have the player profile mm-hmm. with uh, Dante Fowler, if I remember Dante correctly. Fowler. And you can hear Chris before we get started on coverage of that game on the Specs tailgate show that leads into the pregame show at 1230. Yeah, with the fan phenom Blake Elliott. There you go. Um, and fun j- Sunday. Just in case you haven't heard enough CA, and you're going to hear plenty of them this weekend. Time for a little CA stories. Let's get a little CA stories confidential going. I always say thank you, Reg. Thank you, Larry. Thank you for all the Tolos telling some of these stories from back in the day. Now, we're going into Christmas weekend. Absolutely. Christmas Eve is Sunday. Christmas Day and night is Monday. And I remember back in the day, we used to, I mean, Christmas, going into Christmas weekend, we'd always have a K-104, an adoptable children's Christmas party. And we would have, for kids who wanted to be adopted, mm-hmm. and people could bring them gifts, and it'd have to be unwrapped toys and stuff, and we'd always have somebody play Santa, Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. That's pretty popular. And one year, for, actually it was about three or four years, three years in a row, we had Nate Newton play Santa Claus. Nate Newton seems like a real good Santa Claus. He was a good Santa Claus, but he told me after the last year, Chris, some of these kids didn't too big. They too heavy. <laughs> they just too, they too damn heavy, man. We got to do something. Like I can this. hear Nate Newton saying that too. That's the best part. And one year we had, like, we'd always have some uh, recording artists perform, you know, for the kids. And we'd have some big ballroom somewhere in, you know, downtown Dallas somewhere. And one year, I kid you not, we had Destiny's Child 
performing. This is before they were bootylicious. Sure. Yeah, Beyonce, Destiny's Child, Michelle. Uh, we had all of them. All of them were there. It was when they had four of them. Mm-hmm. And they were great. And they performed and they were awesome. And over the years, running to Beyonce at different things, including at AT&T Stadium. She was there with Blue Ivy and Jay-Z hanging out with Jerry and his suite. Oh, really? This was like four years ago. Okay. Last time, whatever. Before the pandemic. It's like 2019, 2017, something like that. But back to uh, playing Santa Claus. Did you ever hear Snoop Dogg's version? And by the way, Larry, I've changed up something. I've changed it, so follow me on this. Just keep the same music right here. Um, do you ever hear Snoop Dogg's version with the late, great Nate Dogg, uh, Towards the Night Before Christmas? I have. We can't have. play that on the radio. No, I would advise back. against that. But guess what? What's that? That was so popular. Snoop actually did a TV commercial based on his version of Towards the Night Before Christmas, you know, going back down to Compton, mm-hmm. right? Hold up. Hey, right? He did this commercial. I think it was a Pepsi commercial. And he's telling a story wearing his Santa Claus stuff to the Pepsi guy who's delivering the, 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 to the 7-Elevens and stuff. He's got all the Pepsis. Yes. And he's telling the story of Towards the Night Before Christmas as best he could without cussing. Mm-hmm. Towards the Night Before Christmas. When all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The whole world was just chilling, waiting on Santa Claus, except for our Jewish friends. And to them, I say, Mazel Tov. Santa delivered gifts that night, even down in the hood. But he was tired of warm milk and chocolate chip cookies. But as we say, it was still all good. He then dropped into a crib on the east side of the track, Santa popped out the chimney and saw a cold Pepsi Max. No, he did. Yeah, he did. Santa said, yeah, I'm hooking these fools up. Santa cursed? Seems out of character. So he unloaded some gifts while sipping Pepsi Max from his cup. That very next morning, little Calvin ran down to the tree. He saw two turntables and a microphone and three Beautiful ladies. Santa took care of Calvin before leaving with Prancer. And all day that boy rap him and his new background dancers. Mm. Mm. And from me to you, we're going to keep it true. And that's the story. Well done, Snoop. Well done, Snoop. That's the clean version. That's as clean as it gets, I One guess. One of those classic commercials from back in the day. Snoop Dogg. Has been to Dallas several times. I run into him so many times for, for different occasions. In fact, one point, G-Bag Nation, we were supposed to introduce him at the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Really? Yes. And guess what happened? Oh, no. What happened was we were backstage. It was outdoor. He was going to perform outdoors right after the, the parade. And it was kind of cold and not rainy, but it's cold and it seemed like it might rain. And all of a sudden, just before we were going to introduce him, one of his crew said, now nah, y'all are going to introduce him. Y'all get to introduce the guy that's going to introduce him. He got <laughs> an MC going. He got his own MC. And we were like, what? Lucius was like, what? Dawson was like, what? But it was okay because we were full of that green beer. Right, yeah. And and there's, there's, there's so Patrick's much of it. There's so much of it on, on uh, yeah. St. Patrick's Day. One of the first times I met Snoop was uh, – they had the Up and Smoke Tour, the legendary Up and Smoke Tours. Dr. Dre, Snoop, Ice Cube, um, Eminem, and I think I'm leaving up somebody. 
they were all there. And it, I mean, it's one of the biggest tours of all time. Mm-hmm. And it came to Dallas. It was a fair park. Um, and Snoop had a basketball goal on the back. And so, I, you know, I had backstage passes working the K104. And he was just great. And, and then they had an after party. Eminem had an after party in Deep Ellum. I think it was the green room. So we're back there, and I bought Snoop some Mavericks gear. His favorite team is the Lakers. And Snoop, by the way, is like 6'4 easily. And he weighs probably about a buck 55. <laughs> just thin. Yeah. And so he, but he was going, cool. he said, yeah, oh, yeah, I like that. I like them Mavs. They got a little something, something, Nick Van Axel. I was like, yeah, because back then, Nick, yeah. Nick Van, Van Axel was playing for him. So met him then, talked to him a little bit back then. And of course, he smelled just like weed. Because he was walking around like weed. That's of course. Him and, him and Willie Nelson, they tight friends, by the way. They did a song together. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, they did a song together. The last time I saw Snoop was in Deep Ellum again. I have a friend who started this ad agency, and it became huge. The ad agency was so big. I was his first ever client. Scotty Pippen was his second client. And he had this big party. So Scotty Pippen at that point was his second biggest client then? No. I was the one he tried stuff out <laughs> on to negotiate. I, you know, uh, you know, back then, you working in radio, you had to get an agent. So he was my agent. And uh, again, they were having a 20th anniversary or whatever. And so he said, I'm having this party and I got this DJ you might be familiar with. My boy Ray, he said, he said uh, the party is going to be at this spot in Deep Ellum and you might know the DJ. I'm thinking, oh, this might be somebody's local. The DJ was DJ Snoopadelic and it was Snoop. Oh. Did you know he do, he does DJ's I, party? See, I didn't know that he DJ. Yes, he does. I don't know why I didn't Google, know that. Google up DJ Snoopadelic because that's what he goes by. Okay. And he he's on the ones and the twos. He mixes and then he does, of course, his own songs. He'll do the instrumental and he'll rap. But he, I mean, I still got it on a little video where he's just, Hold up. Yeah, Nate Dogg doing the hold up. Hey. And he just, I mean, he was wearing a, a Cowboys jersey. I mean, and his favorite team was the Steelers, but he was wearing a Cowboys jersey down yeah. here. But Snoop was cool to death, man, with his tall self. Man, you you just you just run into everybody, don't you? Dude, I'm I'm telling you, one of this the just is a gift and a blessing to work at K one oh four when it was a full service station sure. doing news, sports, weather, traffic. Affiliate Associated Press, I can do the sports, cover all the games, meet all the sports figures, hang out. Like I said, I was young, single. I was hanging out where they were hanging out. And then go to the concerts, backstage passes. All the entertainers would come through K104, be on the shows. It was just something special. So anyway, that's a little CA Stories Confidential. I will say this. I'll wrap this up with, this sounds like a lonely Christmas, but it was very unusual. The Cowboys played a Christmas game in Arizona. So I was there for that. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget this on Christmas Eve. And by the way, the Cowboys back in those days and to this day, right, still, because they're the most popular franchise in the world. I don't know how Cowboy fans know where the players are staying, but they just know the hotel. Yeah, that always that's they always amazing know. to me. Yeah. And the Cowboys always have police uh, motorcade from the airport buses it's always three or four buses and you know they take the service entrance always the service elevators and stuff right and they will meet their families and stuff in the lobby family and friends on the road the night before the game they'll have meetings and stuff you know before now mind you we're playing arizona the cardinals in arizona on christmas day so christmas eve we're in arizona i'm like this is a damn shame i'm away from my family right cowboys game and it wasn't even a big game but it was a good game and I never get all these fans and 
at all these Cowboys road games, they would always have barricades at the hotel because so much, so many fans would show up. Right. It was like outside of a stadium. Man, I, I'll never forget this. So we go out because I want to say it was a Saturday night and Christmas was on a Sunday because that's why they had the game on. We go out and very little was open on Christmas Eve in Phoenix, Arizona. And, but we found a couple of places. We had some eggnogs, liquor in it, whatever. Come back to the hotel. Entire families were sleeping on the floor in the hotel lobby trying to get autographs. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That's the level of dedication. I'm man. like, Whew. and I guess, and I was, you know, I asked someone, I said, why are you here on Christmas Eve with your kids? I can see it if you were single or college age or whatever, or even older. They said, this is a once in a lifetime. We might get Troy's autograph. I went, not me. <laughs> you, I, I wouldn't not have done it. it. I wouldn't have done it. But anyway, I'll never forget that one because that was a Christmas in Arizona with the Dallas Cowboys. They did win that game. And I want to say on that particular trip, the 49ers lost, which made the Cowboys host the Green Bay Packers. And I want to say that was the year that they won their last Super Bowl. And I only bring that up because – Right now, everybody knows the Cowboys have a, hard, have a problem with 49ers. They can't be the 49ers. Yeah. That particular year, and I want to say, I want to say that was also the load left year in Philadelphia where the Cowboys lost that game in Philadelphia because the Cowboy players talked Barry Switzer into going on fourth down twice, and they couldn't get it with the money played load left with Emmett running behind Nate Newton. You just never know how these things play out. The Cowboys did not have to play the 49ers that year. Mm, and the right. 49ers were the defending Super Bowl champions. Remember, Cowboys won back-to-back. Yep. Then the 49ers with Dion won it. And then the Cowboys had Dion, And they wound up going back to Arizona to win the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they won against Brett Favre and the Green Bay Packers at, at Texas Stadium. So you might not meet the 49ers. I would I would love to say you could beat the 49ers, but guess what? You might even have to worry about them. Because I like what, what you're putting down here. Yeah, what 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 happened? What were we talking about earlier? Yeah, we gave what? a Christmas present to and all what, the Cowboys fans that the, they say? The, the, the the Eagles will lose to the Giants and that the Niners will lose to the Ravens. And the Cowboys win their last three games, and guess what? You got home field advantage. There's the CA Stories Confidential. It's always good to do a CA. It's mm-hmm. always good to hear just a little bit of this charmed life that you have lived. Man, I always say I'm blessed. And are living. Yeah, it's not over you, yet. You're still, you still doing dope stuff all the time. I'm glad to be around. I thank y'all for keeping me on. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess looking up at the clock, there's only time for uh, the final call. And we'll do that next on The Fan. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula alongside Chris Arnold for the down. final time on this Friday evening. It is indeed the final call. Here on the Get Right. Appreciate you rocking with us on this Friday. And happy holidays to all of you listening. When you come back, there's a rumor that you and Mike Bassick are going to be doing some middays over the holiday. Yeah, that, that's not a rumor. That is confirmed. I'll be sitting in for Kevin and Corey, I guess, in a way, um, on the KNC Masterpiece next week. So after Christmas on mm-hmm. Monday, it'll be Tuesday through Friday of me working with uh, Mike Bassick. Um, on from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105 The Fan. You'll be here in the Get Right uh, for a few of those days as well. Yeah, I think it's going to be me and Alec Medford for a couple of days. Then Alec and uh, 
Blake gonna do a couple of days, I think, and holding it down, man. It's the holidays. Everybody, it's 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 uh, everybody switching around because different people are taking some days off. Yeah, a lot of shuffling, a lot of shuffling going on. Uh, but you know, you know where to turn when you want to hear about live your, and local. Exactly, live and local about your Dallas Cowboys, one uh, of World fans. Series champion Texas Rangers. That's right, that's right. And so, yeah, we've got you covered in that way. So you know, obviously. Unfortunately, you won't be able to hear exactly, uh, you know, the, the sports talk on Christmas immediately after the game. However, it's Christmas at that point. I feel like spend some time with your family. Enjoy. Watch some TV and let the TV watch you. Right. And then there's plenty of there's plenty of sports. Man. Obviously, we talked about the three football games. We talked about all the basketball games. Five basketball games. T- tap into some more mm. some more sports and then come back on Tuesday starting on uh, 530 in the morning. And we'll got you. We got you covered all the way till 11 every day. Mm-hmm. Right here on 105 through the fan. Like I said, it is the final call here. And um, what was I going to take you to? I know I had something. And it just immediately. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. That's that music. <laughs> don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Okay, so I do have this audio clip. Um, Larry, if you'll oblige me, and this is cut 10, that I just kind of wanted to play. And seeing as I had a plan, but I forgot my plan. Oh, I remember what my plan is now. I just wanted to get, what is your, what's your holiday weekend going to look like? 877-881-1053. What are the things that you're doing? What are the things you're interested in? But um, while you send those in, this is just um, one of those instances of great broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things I love about Kevin Harlan is that obviously great voice. He oh, has, absolutely. he has the moment, right? But then he's also not afraid to have fun. Like the moments where you see him like call call a, a stray cat on the uh, on the field yes, as if it's Cowboys game giant as if it's a live uh, play like he's running down the field and along those lines this is Noah Eagle the uh, the son of Ian Eagle yeah. and a very good broadcaster in his own right uh, calling a very interesting play that happens with uh, a cameo from one Travis Scott the musician look out. Take a look at the ball here as it comes off a quickly bang right there. Oh, Oh, wow. That's a geyser. Look at that. I don't know if I've seen celebrity spillage to that effect. Was he just opening that? I mean, that was, you look like you shook that can up. Oh, he's just going to open up another can. When you're Travis Scott, you just go to the next can. Wipe off his pants. Make sure he's okay. I mean, think about where this has to hit. Right there, and then boom, an eruption. That's like lava. That is insane. (laughs) The man just wanted to have a drink. You know what? He's loving it. Show him a replay. There you go. That's that's Ian Eagle breaking down Travis Scott having uh-huh. his beer completely uh, knocked out as soon as he opened it up trying to get a drink. It happens. <laughs> How often does that happen? Because I know you get to you get to MC at the AAC, so you get a vantage point of a lot of the things that happen down kind of court level. Yeah, things happen, but that's kind of different. But it it happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, from the nine four zero, they said this weekend they are watching football. Lots of football to be watched. That's fair. I'm I'm still, and this is kind of crazy. As I talk, we talked about kind of your traditions and for Christmas and the holiday season. And for me, I don't really have necessarily ingrained traditions. And weirdly enough, I I, I tell people this. I live my life like largely unplanned. 
Like, especially t- two weeks out is like the most I have my life planned for the most part. And so I still have not decided what I'm doing for like this this holiday time. Like, I haven't decided if I'm going to go spend time with the folks. Wait a minute. You were on vacation like last week, weren't That's you? right. So you already done that or did you not? No, I just sat at home. You stayed here in Dallas? That was a mental vacation for me. Oh, I just, man. I, just, I just needed to not go to work. Right, That's all that was. grinding. <laughs> okay, I thought you might have spent some time with the family. No. So Were I, you on a cruise a couple of years ago with your family? That was a couple of years ago. But I, what, I, what I'm hearing from your tone is I probably need to get my keister up and go spend yeah, some time with my man, family. Yeah, go huh? spend some time with the fam. All right. You know what? I was thinking about maybe going to the uh, to the game tomorrow and seeing you and being able to see, you know. And you could do that too, the Spurs game. Yeah. See the Spurs mm-hmm. in town and be Wimby. able to get, get into the building because I feel like I don't go into the building nearly enough mm-hmm. for these Mavs games. But from the 214, they say they'll be at work all weekend listening to listening to us. Totally. Well, not me. I'm not um, I'm not on work this weekend, but you know who's always at his post is Chris Arnold. I will be around tomorrow. I'll be around Sunday, but not on Christmas Day. Be with the fam on then. And Sunday's like a, abbreviated version and i'll briefly put it like this the the specs tailgate show nine to twelve thirty nine to twelve thirty so it's not like i'm there for four or five hours but yeah it's gonna be great get get you ready for the cowboys and the dolphins and then brought us and chill follow for the pregame show and then they'll have the postgame show and willy bully and brought us brought us is the beast he's he's there for the whole game he's gonna be looking at tape before during and after that's what he does in fact i wonder if he watches tape on christmas I bet he does. Mm. Brought, brought us he just enjoys so diligent. It. He really does. And I think that that's also part of it is that you talk about like, oh, I've got to get some free time to do some things that I want to do. That's largely what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he wants to do. Uh, the 806 is spending as much time with my son as I can while I'm off work. And he's out of school. That'll work, too. You know, a lot of people coming back from school, whether in college or whatever. Yeah. And then also there's a lot of people over the Christmas holidays. They like to watch like movies that just opened up. They're right there at the movie theaters checking out the newest movies. So mm, there's a lot true. of people do that. Oh, wait a minute. 214 says, don't do it, Reg. The farther you're away from your family, the happier you'll be. <laughs> the majority of headaches are some crazy family members like my cousin. Well, look, not everybody. Not, that's one thing to remember this time of year. Not everybody enjoys being with their family. Thankfully for me, I enjoy, enjoy being with my family. Now, the one thing that is tough. Tell me why whenever I go to my family, I often find myself doing more housework than I do at my house. I'm talking about cleaning. They make cooking. you do it, or are you just bored? Not, I'm not bored. Let me tell you. But, and it's not that they, <laughs> they make you do work. it, but you kind of just, you know, you just like helping out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you get feel into guilty. That. You're not helping out a like you bit, used to when bit. you're a little you just, boy. Yeah, you, you start cleaning stuff up and helping people do stuff. Put it you like know, this. You you get to a certain place. You're like, hey, things need to get done, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so put it like this. There are some people in your family. They're not your family. You just related to them. Oh wow. Yeah, that, I'm talking about the. I'm talking to the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, He's there's some folks. That up. I mean, that's you may be related to him because, okay, there's this friend of mine. She know who she is because she's talked about this on the, on the radio before back in the day. She know who she is. Uh oh. She have an older brother that went left, and so everybody in the whole family, whenever he gets into town, they pretend they're not there. If they have a wow. bunch of cars right now, they will the ones at the door. They won't tell. Because he crazy. And she make a big joke about it because she's funny like that. But I'm like, you don't do it. She said, yes, we do. Because he'll mess up the party. But guess what? He well, did to himself. Yeah, and I do love that they're doing something as a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that he's just related to them. He burned his bridges. Wow. Well, it's I, not like they don't like him. I'm, they yeah, I'm tried sure. their best with him. Yeah, I'm sure they It have happens reasons. with people. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Uh, from, it says, oh, go ahead. From the 940, they say they just got out of school yesterday, so they have this week and next week off. Okay. All right. Is that is that is that high school? Is that uh, college? A lot of a lot of people off. I feel like the college is already kind of. They did their tests and stuff at the end of the semester. I think a lot of schools are out until at least January the 9th. Uh, Larry's talking about he's got to go back on the eighth. Rest of the students go back on the ninth. He's an educator. Yeah, Larry, are you excited to have have this time, or is this just like it doesn't do much for you? I mean, no, I'm I'm always anytime off. I'm I'm always excited. <laughs> always excited to have it. Uh, the nine four zero says it's middle school. They're talking about middle. Oh school. wow, that's lovely. And then the nine seven two says, "Hey, I'm traveling to Phoenix for that Mavs Suns game on Christmas. He's gonna head straight across West Texas, get into New Mexico, go halfway through Arizona, and set up shop." That feels, oof! That feels, uh, that feels like an interesting place to be because uh, you're gonna be in the in the belly of the of the beast in a way, being uh, on the road in Phoenix, particularly as a Mavs fan, right? I imagine that uh, not really great feelings for that fan base when it comes to the Mavs. Mm-hmm. I think that that'll be a really fun game, and mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just really, really hoping that Kyrie will be ready to go. Then, I, oh, they, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I, I, Give me give me an opportunity to have a data point mm-hmm. that tells me a little more about this team rather than just oh Luca didn't have help in them. Two one four says my mom always said growing up, that's the ho- it says growing up that the holidays aren't about being with people you like it's about being with your family. That's, that's hilarious. From Tolo Justin. That's also I'm not gonna lie I feel kind of bad because this year I didn't I didn't get gifts. You didn't get gifts I didn't, or give gifts. I didn't I didn't like get gifts to give. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't, I don't come with gifts this year. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? And so I feel kind of bad, like just rolling up and being like, "Hey, what's happening?" It's like, "Oh, your hams look kind of empty." Yeah, no, no. Bring no. some food, man. Bring up, bring some sweet potato pie. You know what? You know what also happens. I end you up going over there and cooking. Way. So you know, I'll go, mm-hmm. I'll go, and I'll, I'll make some I'll, salmon tacos. Yeah, yeah, make, make, <laughs> make some salmon tacos. That's right for the fam. Uh, Got to do that. 940 letting us know that they uh, they go to school in Den ISD. So shout out to Den ISD. This is a Friday. They're up late. He says he's in eighth grade. His brother's in the third grade. Well, we appreciate we you appreciate listening you. to us. And your family letting you listen to us. You have my permission to go find them gifts and shake them a little bit. Oh, we Just got, don't tell nobody I told you that. 832 says, got one more day to do tomorrow to deliver all these packages. Oh, UPS. man. Shout out to everybody at UPS, Postal Service, uh, Amazon, getting these Guess it's time for Christmas because I know y'all busy this weekend. I also shout out to all of you that are probably like coming back from uh, the mall because I know Lucius said he was going to go Man. go out there and act like he was uh, in Jingle all the way, fight with some people to mm-hmm. make sure that he can get that happens. the gifts that he was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, man! From the seven seven, oh sorry, five seven one love from Washington D.C. Got you down. Uh, Eight three two, uh, obviously letting us know about the UPS. But yeah, wherever you are, however you listen, we appreciate you rocking with this. Yeah. And we hope you have a magical, a wonderful, uh, a restful holiday weekend this weekend. Most definitely. And again, it's going to be kind of rainy, but it's not going to be cold. So y'all be careful out there. Absolutely. Um, my name is Reginald Atula. That's Chris Arnold. Larry Flores has been on the ones and twos for us. Thanks for sitting with us uh, for these four hours on the Get Right this evening. 
Like I said, CA will be back with you tomorrow. How early are you on? Uh, I'll be on with Will Chambers from 10 to 2. There you go. Make sure to tune in there. He'll also, of course, you remember Cowboys, uh, Dolphins here mm-hmm. on 105 through the fan pregame starts at 1230. And of course, that'll be Zach Wolchuk, Brian Broaddus. They'll take you all the way through, get you ready for the game, take you all the way through to the end and make sure, hopefully, that the Cowboys get a W. But until then, y'all be easy. Peace! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.